0: Louisiana. It is Casey Jiskler here. It's play by play. Hope you guys are having a wonderful start to your Friday. We made it. We made it all the way to the weekend. My dudes, congratulations on a successful work week. And now in about a few hours, we're going to be able to relax, get some R&R and watch some NFL football playoffs and do all the wonderful things that we tend to do over the course of a weekend. We've got a fun show coming up. In 10 minutes, we're going to South LaFouche High School. Channel Legitros, the baseball coach for South LaFouche, will be joining us for his usual Friday interview. Then at 12.15, we've got Damien St. Pierre. We'll be chatting with him about a kind of uh, hit and miss night for his basketball team yesterday. They win the boys' game with Lockport and play really well in doing so. But the big game, uh, the girls' game, the game that had big-time Paris Championship implications, it's Lockport that gets a two-point win there. So Lockport positions themselves very well to try to win the Parish. Um, So we'll be talking with Damien about that. We'll talk with Damien about the NFL playoffs, wrestling. and You you guys know how it goes. Um, We had some very interesting conversations. uh, Conversations. We had some very interesting results. I didn't say conversations. Very interesting results around the state yesterday. So let's talk about those results. Here today. On the boys' basketball scoreboard last night, Barb gets a win over Lafayette 75 to 44, plus one for Terrebonne High School. They get a power point there. Barb has played some local or a local team, so it's a good result for the local team there. Last night, South Lafouche gets a 64 to 50 win over Assumption. I was not at the game. I was at Nichols State University. I watched back the game on the internet last night. Whew. Um we may need to revisit our conversations of recent shows because the running conversation and I give credit to Truck and if Truck if you're listening um you may have nailed this one. We talked a lot early in the season and had the conversation a lot early in the season of okay is BJ the best down the bayou player since Clarence Moore? had that conversation a lot and I think that the consensus most people who know what the hell they're talking about agree that he is the kids starting to do some stuff on a nightly basis now that's gonna have to make you wonder like is he even maybe even at that level of a Clarence Moore Daniels doesn't have near the support system that Moore had when Moore played at South Lafouche But on a nightly basis, with all of the defense shaded towards him, like 100% of the defense shaded towards him, he's doing things that are just ridiculous. Last night in the lane, just scoring and scoring and scoring, catching an alley-oop pass to kind of put the exclamation point on the Like, South LaFouche is 9-9. do I think that they're going to win the state championship this season? No, I don't. And I'm not just saying this because I'm a graduate of the school. But if you give me 10 bucks and you say, Casey, you're going to use this 10 bucks to go watch any one team in the area play, this $10 will buy you an admission ticket to any school, any gym on any given night that there's games being played. I'm going to watch South Lafouche. They're the most must-watch team in our area on the boys' side because you never know what 23 is going to do. On any given play, he could dunk on everybody. He could make a three. He, could, like, he does things that are so explosive and so rare at the high school level. It's must-watch. They don't win every game. They're 9-9. Nine and nine. They won last night. They're actually starting to play much better, starting to build some depth. If you look at the results, the Tarpons now have won, let's see, One, two, three, five out of six. The only loss in there was a game against Ellender where there were certain folks in that gym that were determined to keep Brandon Daniels off the floor. I'll comment a little bit more on that maybe in a future show, but they're playing much better and they're heading to the meat and potatoes of their district schedule with a chance to earn some power points. That's a team that's much must watch. Any Tuesday, Friday, Thursday, whatever night they play, that's a must-watch team, and they get a big 64-50 to 50 win over Assumption last night, and B.J. goes wild, plays exceptionally well, again, helping power his team to a win. The local scoreboard last night, we had Covenant Christian fall to Thrive Academy 68-34. to 34. Thrive Academy gets a win over CCA. CCA struggling on the boys' basketball side of things. Now we go to our girls' basketball scoreboard. East St. John gets a win over Riverside Academy, 66-20. Great win for the Lady Wildcats there and uh, earning some power points against a Riverside team that really has been struggling. Quite honestly, since Kathy Luke left, they've been struggling. Uh, let's see. We also had Lutcher play Capital last night and fall 43-30. to 30. That's the thing, man. Like People ask me often. Oh, Letcher's in the district. We know what that means for football. What does that mean for basketball? The boys' basketball team's good, right? They, they get up and down the floor. They're solid. They could play. The girls' basketball team is not very good. Not very good. That's going to be a team that just about everybody in the local district is going to be favored to beat whenever they lock up with them in that one round. Um, just letting you know the uh, rundown of the numbers. Letcher right now in girls' basketball, they are 2-17. and 17. So, I mean, that just goes to show they're they're not one of the state powers, and that's putting it mildly. South Terrebonne, congratulations to South Terrebonne. They get a win yesterday, their first girls' basketball win of the season. 49-31, to 31, they beat Ursuline Academy. Go on the road and get a victory. Kudos to them. Kudos to those ladies who stuck it out. It's been a rough basketball season for South Terrebonne, boys and girls alike but to see the girls get a reward for their efforts was awesome 49 to 31 great win. Jennette beats Berwick 36 to 18 getting a victory over the Panthers of Berwick. And then we scroll down to the bottom of the list and we can tell you that CCA beat Thrive Academy 54 to 25, so a good win for CCA. The CCA boys may be struggling but the CCA girls are actually starting to play well. Hell, a couple nights ago they almost upended a home of Christian school would have been a huge win for them PowerPoints wise, but they're now 10 and eight and it looks like boring, something unexpected. They're comfortably in the playoffs because they're 17th, 24 teams get in, but they have a five PowerPoint advantage and their average score over the 24th team. So unless if they just fall off of a cliff in the last three weeks, They're going to stay in the top 34, and and they're playing their best basketball right now, so I don't anticipate them falling off of a cliff. I think that they're actually going to continue to soar. Tonight, we've got some good matchups that we'll tell you about. Uh, We've got Ellender and South Lafouche, Vanderbilt and Assumption. Those are our 4A matchups. And then we've also got Lutcher that is going to be taking on Morgan City. South Terrebonne will be on the district by as we start district play on the girls' side in 4A. In 5A, Central Lafourche hosting Hanville. East St. John and Destrehan. HL Bourgeois taking on home Christian tonight. That'll be a good one. And then we've got, let's see, uh, Thibodeau and Terrebonne out in the jungle out at Thibodeau. E.D. White tonight will be taking on Donaldsonville at home. Good opportunity for Coach Snack and his team to get some points excuse me, Patterson traveling to take on St. James. And then we've also got uh, Donaldsonville who will be taking on, oh, no, I just said that. They're taking on E.D. White. Homa Christian and H.L. Bourgeois we talked about just a second ago. CCA hosting Generette. Central Catholic traveling to take on Vermilion Catholic. Those are going to be all boy-girl doubleheaders except for the 4A games where it's just going to be the girls competing because the boys start district next week. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to channel Lagitros It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this.
1: You know how important it is to keep your vehicle running at its best. Calvin Braxton service department wants to help you make sure that it does. Their service department is offering this special on tires. Buy four Michelin tires and get free road hazard and get a $70
2: mail-in rebate until January 31st. Calvin Braxton Ford, 5978 LA1 in Lockport. Big-town inventory, small-town prices.
3: Don't forget, this offer is good until January 31st. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional, serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins, Onan, and many more. Industrial power systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano.
1: And no be on Mighty
3: it's
4: Mardi Gras time and Joe's Septic Contractors would like to let everyone know that there is still time to call in your orders for portable toilets and hand wash stations. You can order 23610 and 18 stall restroom trailers. From everyone at Joe's Septic Contractors, have a happy and safe Mardi Gras. Call 985-632-5592 or visit joeseptic.com.
5: Quality health care locally for you.
6: A Monday, Monday
7: warrior, mean, 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 stride today's time, so you mean, mean.
0: I play here on KOEB Casey, just clear. here we go to the phone The phone lines now for our usual Friday 1145 spot with South LaFouche baseball coach, Coach Chandler Guitros. Coach, before we dive into the questions, bro, I'm wearing a brand-new South LaFouche baseball hoodie that was provided to me by you. Thanks for the swag, man. It looks nice as heck.
8: Hey, for sure. Got to take care of y'all so y'all can talk good about me during the games, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's working so far, partner. Uh, let's talk about this, man. You guys are uh, – into to that point, you know, kind of a, a repeat question from the last couple of weeks where you guys are evaluating and working hard. And every Friday that we have you on, the one Friday closer to February, which is when things get rolling. Bro, how's the last week been in Tarpon land, man?
2: It's
8: been good. We went uh, four days this week. We uh able you to know, see a little bit of everything, get in the pen one more time, got in the cages four times. I uh, got to work defense on the days that soccer was in there because the infield uh, isn't quite ready for us yet um and also get some 60 times stuff like that just the little things you want to take care of before uh getting into your season and uh you know next monday we roll rolling. you know we'll start installing our offense defense our pitching system and uh really kind of get everything rolling uh you know eight days away from seeing ed white you know somebody else and uh playing them this early a lot of teams might not like to scrimmage at the end of that first week it exposes you quick uh you know good bad, or indifferent. uh last year we played Vanderbilt same situation with one week of practice in and only one practice on the field and uh you know we got exposed pretty badly against a team that we competed well with later in the year so uh you know definitely uh, excited to go play those guys and see the things that we have to work on
0: got told by a listener during the weeks and man um what's going on at the baseball diamond and you know i i bit i said you know what do you mean what's going on and they said that there looks like there's a bunch of work but then they also clarified that it looks like it's a state-of-the-art project and like everything looks great tell us about some of the things that are going on there right now man it looks like some big big progress is being made out there
8: yeah uh, over the course of the last week the uh the slab was kind of laid out as far as where they're going to be uh setting up our new backstop uh the holes would. Uh, drilled. The poles are not up yet, but uh, they're going to come in over the next couple of weeks with some poles and some batting. So it's uh, definitely exciting and definitely you know, great uh, to see progress being made. Uh, I'm just so proud of everybody, for uh, being so patient and understanding that it's a process we have to go through. We went through the same thing last year, and it literally went up. They put our foul poles up about three hours before we played Hornville on opening night. So it's a process. It takes time. Uh, but those guys in uh, the school district is doing a tremendous job setting us up for future uh, success with the facility. So we're really excited about it. And, uh, you know, right now it's just, you know, getting the work in where you can, trying to stay out of those guys' way.
0: I'm told that you guys are going to be uh, scrimmaging next weekend, if I'm not mistaken, dudes, so, like, you guys are going to be facing another opponent in some, you know, uh, some live reps here coming up pretty soon, man. I know the kids got to be awfully excited about
9: that.
8: Oh, uh, for sure, yeah, and we're uh, we're taking on Ed White at ten o'clock uh, next Saturday morning at Thibodeau High School. So if anybody wants to come out and get an early look, and uh, you know, look, it's going to be the same situation last uh, as last year. We might not be able to get a whole team practice on our actual playing surface before we go in into it. As far as lining up an infield and an outfield, or hitting on the field before like we'd like to, but uh, it's going to be great. We're going to piece it together and uh, being able to play, especially a, a great program like that you're going to find your holes quick, and that way whenever you are able to get everything together and work on it going into the season, you know exactly what you have to work on. So definitely excited for the opportunity to play those guys and uh, you know, hopefully see some uh, top-level top competition, which we know they have.
0: We talked about this last week where you know, there are some guys who in the bullpen maybe look one way, but then when the lights are on, they look another way. Sometimes it's for the better, sometimes it's for the worst. I'm sure this will be an opportunity because, look, you've told me uh, many times here, these scrimmages, these jamborees, these different things, that's going to determine our opening nine. Like, we're using that to evaluate internally. So that evaluation process is about to begin soon. A lot of kids are going to be competing to try to earn that spot on opening night.
8: Yeah, and as I saying, you know, uh... You know, it's it's whenever you are competing against somebody and seeing who really has that dog in them, because you could have a pretty swing, you could uh, you know, look pretty in the cage. And this is a thing I always use with our team. Whenever pretty meets gritty in a fight, gritty is gonna whoop the pretty one's butt. You know, it's the the ones who are gonna go in there, compete, have that dog in them, and really, you know, take the field, not just looking to, you know, let's let's play the best of our abilities and hope the best happens. Whenever our team takes the field, we're trying to beat somebody. We're trying to whoop your butt, you know, and that's the attitude that I think you should have and that's the attitude that most teams in our district have. You know, it's uh it's all about competition and we can't have guys that are gonna back down or guys that you can't count on whenever you're the dog uh you know, the dog days in a a you know, big game or whatever. So um definitely looking forward to seeing how we compete at that varsity level, which not many of them have had any action whatsoever. Um uh, until, you know, this uh, or this next Saturday. So definitely looking forward to seeing them competing at that level and see who really got that dog in them.
0: How long does it take for, like, let, let's just use Jacob Curall as an example, because I know you guys are going to be waiting on him uh, for basketball. He's going to be one of your top arms. He's going to be, you know, an elite infielder, middle-of-the-order guy. How long will that take from when you guys get him back in the final basketball game, hopefully after the top 28 and hopefully after they win the state championship? But how long will it take for him to round into form and get back to where he's able to competitively throw on the mound and he's got his timing? Like, do those guys get into the cage at all, any in their off time, or is it just strictly basketball right now?
8: It's strictly basketball. They're not allowed uh, to be with us right now, and that's, that's the way it should be, obviously. But, uh, you know, it, it's really up to guys. If, if you know, if they get off on a weekend, they, they need to take it upon themselves to go through it. It's about injury prevention more than anything. Uh, not really working on getting better. It's uh, injury prevention because, I mean, if you just come out, you know, unless he's thrown for a month going into the season, he ain't going to be ready for two or three weeks uh, to get any significant innings on the mound for us. So it takes a while, and, look, that's why we started our throwing program in September. Guys like Mason Busigard and Jacob Pierce and Brock Johnson, they are so far ahead of, say, the guys that are coming from football. They can go throw a pin no problem. Uh, They could probably throw two or three pins a week, have zero arm soreness at all, and we have guys who came from football in October, November who they're feeling it a little bit after they throw a bullpen. So it definitely takes time and more than anything for us, it's about keeping kids safe and uh, injury prevention. Uh, We haven't had one arm injury yet since uh, we've kind of been here with Coach Buck and uh, Coach LeBlanc before and we haven't had one arm injury that was caused by us. I mean, some things, uh, you know, we had a couple of issues with guys going to do stuff on their own and maybe overworking it but as far as guys that are just throwing with us we ain't had an arm injury and we've had starters go six seven innings a night so uh it's about getting them in shape and you know kind of protecting them from themselves a little bit
0: so roughly uh we're about a month away from the start of the season um what are some things in the next month that you guys are going to be paying attention to, honing in on, trying to make sure that you're ready for as we approach, you know, that grind that's coming up ahead.
8: Uh, for us, it's about cutting the learning curve as quick as we can, and having our kids just being able to play confident and understand that even though you haven't been on the varsity level, it's still baseball. You know, it's it's the game you've been playing all your life is just a little bit more pressure on you now. It's uh, you know, you got to be able to think. You have to be able to play the mental side of things a lot more than you did just relying on athletic ability. So that's really all it is, is uh, you know, kind of nipping that learning curve a little bit for our uh, newer guys uh, into the varsity program, keeping them confident, and just making sure they can play fast and not have to think a whole lot.
0: Very good, Potna. Um Man, let's talk a little bit of football for a second. Um, LSU getting some guys in the portal, continuing to get guys in the portal. They got an all-Pac-12 linebacker yesterday from Oregon State. Uh, they're currently listed as number one on the 24 seven transfer portal recruiting rankings, which if you combine high school recruiting rankings with transfer portal, they're now listed as number three in the country, bro. I'm excited. It's a different time in the sport. Like I'm not going to know a lot of the guys on the roster and opening day. Gonna have to learn as we go. Uh, but man, Brian Kelly and his staff are know how to use that portal and they're getting some key players, filling some gaps and doing some big things.
8: Yeah, and uh, it's just crazy. Uh, you know, so many LSU games, I remember growing up, even over the last couple of years, I always watched the games with my dad, and uh, whenever a new player gets mentioned, it's like, oh yeah, he's the one from uh, Evangel, or he's the one from here. Now you don't know where the heck these guys are coming from, because it, it it's all over the place. Uh, such a big mix of uh, guys from different colleges. So. Uh, it's good on them because they're recognizing that this roster still has a lot of holes in it. If you're going to compete for championships, you couldn't just run it back with the returning crew and high school kids. You, you know, uh, the the program was depleted a year ago. So it's, uh, it's very good on the coaching staff identifying where you still need to fix it. And uh, especially the, the cornerback group, man. I'm so excited to see uh, what that brings because that was a glaring weakness on this team. And then after uh, Tavino left, the linebacker crew would go get this guy from Oregon State. So great job on them uh, recognizing and addressing the needs of their roster.
0: Don't mean to talk bad about a kid here, but the Walker Howard situation gets more puzzling by the day. He leaves LSU, and I think his you know, intent was to go to TCU. I truly believe that. TCU's offensive coordinator leaves and then it's like well maybe we're gonna not go to TCU and then ends up going to Ole Miss well Chandler that's the exact same situation as at LSU and then oh yeah you're doing it at a lesser SEC program they've got Dart they've got Sanders from Oklahoma State you're still gonna be third string over there bro like the more you read into this the more puzzling it is and I think if the young man had it to do over again, he may have outplayed his blackjack hand and he may have busted. Hopefully it goes well at Ole Miss, but I'm not sure he played that one as well as he could have.
8: And that's a lesson to everybody, you know, that's, uh once you enter the portal, you don't have to go anywhere. But because it being a quarterback and it getting so highly publicized, hey, he's definitely transferring, he's definitely transferring. They still had a few days before the portal closed this round that he could have waited to make that decision or even announce anything. So I think that uh, some guys might want to hang on a little bit till you know you' are going into a better situation than what you had because this is not <laughs> any better for that kid at all. Uh, so wishing the best, but uh, he's Tiger beat from now on, I guess.
0: <laughs> Raw thirtieth anniversary on Monday. I don't know if you've been keeping up, but what's your favorite guy from the past? Who would you be most excited to see on Monday?
8: Oh, stone cold all day, every
0: day. My man, sounds like a winner, my brother. Thanks so much for the time. Have a great rest of the day, Padna. All right,
8: Case. Have a good one, man.
0: Yep. That is Chandler Quetro's doing a good job. As always, boy, when that glass breaks, it's on. It is on. And I don't know if he's going to be there on Monday, but it would be awesome if he were. Let's catch a break when we get back. We'll talk about some things happening in the world of sports. Then we'll get Damien at 1215. It's play-by-play on KLEB.
10: Do you want a free, easy-go golf cart? Golden Motors has given you a chance to win a new golf cart. All you have to do is buy a new or pre-owned vehicle to get your chance to put your name into a drawing. During the months of November through January 31st, buy your next car, truck, or SUV and get your chance to win. See our collections of Chevy Silverados, Equinox, and Trailblazers. Arriving daily. Golden Motors, where price is priority. On Highway 3235 and cut off, Chevy's find new roads.
1: It's Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn moors show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've got a hundred years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRue,
9: We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference.
0: Tri Parish Police Supplies is a top-of-the-line police, fire, and EMS supply store, as well as a great source for tactical and home defense needs. Tri Parish Police Supplies is open to the public Monday through Friday, 9 till 5, and on Saturdays, 10 till 2. So stop in at Tri Parish Police Supplies on Highway 311 today. For more info, call 985-873-9989.
6: When you're shopping at Rouse's Markets this time of year and you walk past the bakery, it smells so good. That warm smell of gourmet cinnamon dough is Rouse's Markets King Cake Dough. Rouse's Markets bakes their king cakes fresh throughout the day. The whole bakery just smells like Mardi Gras. Get your Rouse's Markets King Cake in store or ship anywhere in the continental U.S. at Rouse's.com. There are so many flavors to choose from. Rouse's Markets feels like home.
7: Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the TerraBone General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today.
0: Yesterday was an infuriating day if you're a fan of the New Orleans Saints. Ain't no other way to to say it. There's no other way to, you know, state it. It was an infuriating day if you're a fan of the New Orleans Saints. It's play-by-play here on KLEB. Casey, just glare. Joining you for your lunchtime hour. Um, The Saints announced yesterday that they're keeping Pete Carmichael as offensive coordinator. Which is a loud and proud screaming from the rooftops by Dennis Allen of him saying, Hey, y'all, I don't have a clue. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm completely pissing into the wind. I'm going to get fired next year. I've never had a winning season in my career. I don't have a clue. I'm delusional. I would have been willing to give Dennis Allen a little bit of rope had he approached this offseason and said, we've got to revamp our offense. Our offense was simply not good enough. I would have been willing to give him a little bit of rope had he moved on from Pete Carmichael. Had he gotten a different outside perspective and revamped the offense. But by keeping Carmichael you are stating loudly that you have what I call the Ed Ogeron syndrome. And here's what I mean by that. Coach O won the national championship at LSU. He won the national championship with Steve Insminger and Joe Brady calling his plays, Dave Aranda calling his defensive plays. He lost Joe Brady and Insminger retired and he spent the entire rest of his tenure in Baton Rouge not trying to find the best fit at the offensive coordinator position no no he spent the rest of his tenure in Baton Rouge trying to find the guy who could call the Joe Brady offense the best hiring Joe Brady's partners dudes who had no business being college offensive coordinators hiring Joe Brady's friends and And it never worked It never worked because here's the thing about the Joe Brady offense and the Joe Brady passing tree and any type of situation like that, you're never going to replicate it as well as you did when you had the genius in the building. It's the same thing I say about hiring Bill Belichick's defensive coordinator. Yeah, he ran Belichick's defense, but guess what? It was still Belichick's defense. You could hire Matt Patricia if you want. He's going to go do exactly what he's done every other place outside of New England. He's going to be terrible because he was under the umbrella of the genius. He wasn't the genius. He was under the umbrella of the genius. The Saints need to desperately cut ties from this Oh, bro, we're running it back. Sean Payton culture, Sean Payton vibe mentality mentality that they have. Sean is gone. They should have replaced him with someone outside of the building last year. Instead, they said, oh, yeah, we're going to keep things going. Continuity, Dennis Allen, Sean Payton vibe. That was a mistake at the time. Allen then had an opportunity to kind of mix it up a little bit. If he would have then hired his own guys and kind of made it his own flavor, hey, we could have... Could have maybe jived with that. He hired Sean's offensive coordinator to call the plays. It was a mess. It was not good. It was stale. It was a lousy brand of football. So, okay, we saw it. It was terrible. Do you fix it? Nope. You stay living in denial and do nothing to try to change your circumstances nor situation. That's the problem with Dennis Allen throughout his entire tenure so far in New Orleans. He is in denial. He has said throughout the year, oh, we're close. Oh, yo, this guy didn't get hurt. That, that, that guy didn't get hurt. That ball doesn't bounce a certain way. We're close. No, you're not. Maybe New Orleans is close if they, you know, get rid of you. Maybe New Orleans is close if they mix things up and bring in some different ideas. But as long as you have this mindset, this mentality, and this dude, this dude who has never won before as an NFL head coach, you're not close. Because the head of the snake is a guy who's a proven loser in the NFL as a head coach. The guy's just below the head of the snake, Carmichael. He's fully run the offense in New Orleans twice in his career. The year that Sean Payton was out suspended, what did the Saints do that year? Oh yeah, they led the NFL in turnovers, that's right. They were not well coached, they were near last in penalties and near last in turnovers, that's right. What did they do this year with him fully running the offense? Oh, that's right. They were terrible with penalties and they were terrible with turnovers. It's almost like the dude's not a very good coach, right? So do we remove him? Nope. We get stubborn and we dig even deeper and we say, ain't hey, no problem here. Next year is going to be better. That's a slap in the face to Saints fans. That's a slap in the face to every Saints fan this year who watched all 17 games who watched that team do dumbass play calls throughout the entirety of the year. When it was third and three, watch them throw bombs down the field. When it was fourth and one, watch them not have Taysom Hill on the field at all and give the ball to someone else and get stuffed for a loss. That's a slap in the face to every Saints fan who watched this season, endured this season, and now has to run it back with this same cast of characters, this same bunch of dummies, the same three Stooges, Loomis, Allen, and Carmichael, Curly, Larry, Moe, Shimp, whatever you want to call it, it's the same three Stooges that are all going to get fired at the end of next season because they were not willing to adapt, evolve, and change and tweak things enough to actually get right. I say often on this show that one of the keys to success in life, not we're not talking football, in life, is the ability to tell yourself about yourself. If you're lazy, if you're sluggish, if you procrastinate, if you eat poorly, if you need to get active, you need to be able to look yourself in the mirror, tell yourself, hey, you need to get off your ass and go run. You need to get off your ass and you need to go and exercise. You need to stop eating McDonald's. You need to be more active. You need to be be more positive. You need to stop hanging out with toxic people. The key to success in life is being able to do those things and tell yourself those things and enact change without getting all in your feelings. And Dennis Allen apparently is not able to do that. Instead of having an honest conversation with Mickey Loomis about, hey, here's the things we need to change. Here's the things we need to fix. Our play calling sucked. Our red zone offense wasn't very good because our play calling sucked. Instead of changing those things, they're running it back. They're saying, oh, we finished the year strong. We were close. No, you were not close. You were seven and ten, and you were worse than a Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. That was terrible. So now New Orleans is gonna go through the offseason. They're gonna, and here's what's gonna happen. Instead of admitting that there's a ways to go and that they should start the process towards rebuilding, Dennis Allen is going to urge management. Hey, we're right there. Let's go get Derek Carr. And they're going to spend handsomely to get him. They're going to have to lose key pieces to get them, And the team is not going to go anywhere. Anywhere. New Orleans is a mess. And yesterday's news about Carmichael staying in the city is an embarrassment. Almost as much of an embarrassment as the fact that Dennis Allen tried to hire someone else when he got the job last year but couldn't find anyone to work with him because everyone around the league knew this dude ain't cut out, this is a terrible situation. Now one year has passed, we're in the same situation, and I think a big part of why they're bringing Carmichael back is because they knew they couldn't get anybody better. And that's a damn shame. So next year, you could count on the same old stuff. Bad play calling, poor decisions in the red zone, penalties, turnovers, You could count on all the same stuff because this organization is telling us loud and proud. Trust us, bro. Trust us. We know what we're doing. When they have shown no indication that they actually know what they're doing. In the last year, Mickey Loomis has seen Sean Payton out the door, has traded a first round pick, costing the team this year has traded C.J. Garner-Johnson, has made mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake, and now he wants our trust? Give me a break, bro. Saints fans tell me that the Cowboys live in the past. And guess what? Y'all's Super Bowl was more than a decade ago, and there's no signs that another one's coming anytime soon. Especially not as long as the three Stooges, Curly Larry and Moa are running your organization. Give me a break. It's play play-by-play on KLEB. We're going to Damien out of this break. Here on 102.7, we'll be right back after this. You're listening
5: to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The music on the bayou, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM.
10: The music on the bayou, the Raging Cajun, 1600 AM, KLEB and 102.7 FM. Do you want a free, easy-go golf cart? Golden Motors has given you a chance to win a new golf cart. All you have to do is buy a new or pre-owned vehicle to get your chance to put your name into a drawing. During the months of November through January 31st, buy your next car, truck, or SUV and get your chance to win. See our collections of Chevy Silverados, Equinox, and Trailblazers. Arriving daily. Golden Motors, where price is priority. On Highway 3235 and Cutoff, Chevy, find new roads.
9: Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called DoFriend Easy Buy? Come see us at dofriendlumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bellchase, Araby, Slidell, Golfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Do Friend difference. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Home
7: Guaranteed. Thank <laughs> you.
0: Man, CM Punk music playing because I almost dropped the mic and walked out in that last segment. If you're listening in the archives, you're going to want to hear my rant about Mickey Loomis and Pete Carmichael and the New Orleans Saints. Now we go to the phone lines, and we have Golden Medal Middle School boys and girls basketball coach, Coach Damian St. Pierre on the line. D, good afternoon, buddy. What's good?
11: Hey, Casey, good afternoon, man. That that interest music doesn't remind me of CM Punk. That reminds me of Mid-South was the hard time connection with Crazy Joe and, and maybe John Saxon. I think that that might have been their interest music. Like, I've been watching some highlight videos when I was like ten, and that's that's what comes to mind. Well, well given a, the comments,
0: given the comments about CM Punk in the wrestling community, Ric Flair and others would maybe argue that those guys in Mid South have drawn more money than CM Punk ever did. So, <laughs> you know, that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, last night, your teams uh, played Lockport, and it was a difficult result for the girls, lose by two in a very very tough game. But your boys put it on them. Uh, so, pick which game you want to talk about first. We'll talk about them both. It was a split with Lockport last night for Golden Meadow.
11: Yeah, you know we'll, we'll start with girls first. That that that's the trend. Look, um, well, first off, extremely hard fought game on both sides, and the crowd was unbelievable. Like I have, I have to turn on my headphones and I'm talking right now because my ears are still ringing from last night. Um, I mean, just supportive, nothing no no negativity or anything like that. And just everything positive and the last time Lockport handled us, we were we were short handed and you know, we came back. We had I think early we had a seven point lead. They battled back and uh both teams were in foul trouble and I think the you know, they rebounded the ball better than what we did. I thought we played um offensively better than what they did. Um and at the end their bench was deeper than ours. They they had to go into their bench with foul trouble. We had to do the same and I just think that they were a little deeper than and what we did, but credit to my kids, man. Um, you know, we just off the top of my head, you know, Grace Barrios not did not play a ton, you know, works, works hard in practice and, and is ready for that. We had an injury. Vivian Martin went down with an injury, non basketball, uh, non middle school basketball related. That's my our sixth person, you know, Maya Hunter jumped in there and just they played some big minutes, blame, blame column, played big minutes. Um I, I talked to Coach Drew about this before. Our, our, our bench is getting stronger, and that's pushing our, our top five and just getting everybody better. But at the end of the day, Lockport was deeper. They got a couple of kids, you know, that that's deep on their bench that could still go and that are, have probably a little more game experience than what our girls had. But Caden uh, and daughter, are big game. Cammy Pete, my point guard, probably the best. I've been coaching her in the summer and stuff and uh, probably the best game that she's ever played. Uh, Marley Roberts hit a big shot, hit some big shots early. And it was just, it was a big, it was, like, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about Jonathan later in that heavyweight fight. It was a championship fight. Uh, Nobody backed down from each other, no matter what the score was. It was just like a, just blow for blow. And, um, you know, a great atmosphere for middle school basketball. Um, You know, we're not holding our heads down. Our effort was there 100%. Still got a chance at, at, um, you know, at a Paris championship or at least a share of it. Next Thursday, I'm gonna have my, I'm gonna find me an LCO shirt on, and I'm gonna be cheering for the Bulldogs to take care of that to make that our <laughs> final game uh, a little bit more wor- uh, worthy.
0: Tell us about the boys, man. You, you told me, uh, said man, like we're, we're struggling. You kind of told me that before the Vanderbilt game. You know, we're, we're trying to piece some things together. You guys eke one out against Vanderbilt and then put it on Lockport last night, man. Are those guys kind of trending back in the right direction again?
11: We are I had that conversation last night I feel that we're back I feel that we're actually we're better than what we were before um you know we we came out of the starting gate I think we we're seven and two seven and one and you know it's seven and one that that record it people talk about it and it carries weight and we played racing and I, I think racing took a lot out of us racing took the steam out of our sales uh, the win out of our sails, excuse me we went to New Orleans we the John Curtis tournament and we, we we took some on the chin and our boys, credit to them, never stop. We had a tough game against East, and when they came back, um, you know, for, for, for the Parish games, and I think if we hit shots, we win that game. And East is, East is a, you know, the top three, four team in the parish right now, and I think we're in that conversation. And then we got hit by the injury bug, a crazy injury bug. Um, we're down three starters or four starters against Bayou Blue, and we, we couldn't finish that one. And then last night we came back. Uh, four of our five starters are there. And we're asking some kids again, deep in the bench, and that we, we work hard at practice. And these guys are starting to develop, and they're, they're having confidence. Um, you know, some some of the guys off the bench, sixth grade or seventh grade. As I started with sixth grade the last couple of games, and just getting production from these guys that we didn't get at the beginning of the season, and not having to rely heavily on a uh, Ryan Green, on a Nathan Billiard, uh, you know, uh, uh Aiden Lafall, Braxton Peake, those type of guys. But you're gonna get. You're to get if, if Braxton's on the floor, if Aiden's on the floor, if Ryan's on the floor, if Maiden's on the floor, you know what you're getting. And after that, you know, we, we weren't as confident in going on our bench, and now we are. So, you know, we could put in a guy. We're not gonna have any. any we're not gonna have to worry about. Oh man, can we get this done? Last night we started out. Um, I was a little, um, a little mad, I guess, or a little disappointed in the girls' game. So we talk about, you know, that just looking at that. Going from girls' game to boys' game, I, actually, I added another five minutes to the clock. We came out; I think it was fifteen to two, and my boys were just ready to play. And you know, they were hungry for a win. And we we're trying to do the same thing tonight.
0: Tell us about that. I know it's the LCO tournament, uh, the Kyle Pelt tournament out there. Um, give us a rundown of who you all going to be matched up with, and uh, some things you're trying to get accomplished over the weekend.
11: So, Coach Bokey did a great job of putting this together. It keeps my mind sane. So, it's the exact same schools on the boys' side as there is on the girls' side. So, it's the exact same bracket, exact same schedule. So, tonight we have a possibility of playing four straight games. Uh, both of the boys and girls are matched up with LCO's B team. Um, and, you know, credit to credit to those. Credit to LCO and, and, and their development and Coach Bokey and what he's doing with that program. Um you know, that, that B team, and I'm using cloaks, is just as good as a lot of the teams in the past, on the boys' side and the girls' side. So it's not like, hey, we're going to walk in and, and, you know, do whatever we want. We're going to have to work. And then, um, you know, if we are successful in those games, we'll, we'll play racing. If not, we'll go back on Saturday and, and, you know, try to compete and get back to the top. But, um, you know, we're just trying to get better, we're trying to get some experience for, for a lot of folks that that will be playing next year. At the same time, we're still trying to compete for this year. And I think we got a good thing going, um, you know. Social media is big right now on everything, and we're getting a lot of praise for just our, our the, the environment to play in. And I think you know, I was brought in to try to change the culture and win some games. And I and you know I think we're we're we're, we're getting to that point. And home games are fun, man. and and I'm sure we'll travel well. We're going to La Rose this weekend. It's a good environment for middle school basketball, and it's just it's great for the kids to be able to experience something like that. And going back to my to my girls, you know, a lot of those girls haven't played in those big games. And I tell you, look, you work hard. And you get to play in bigger games. If we if we're zero and twenty right now, nobody's coming to watch us. Like nobody's you know only your parents are going to be in the stands. There's not going to be any extra people, and the games aren't as meaningful. You work hard. You get in these type of games, and it's just it's, it's different types of basketball. It creates creates that that next level for these kids, and that's something that, that we that we're glad we're getting to experience this year. Let's
0: talk some LSU for a second. Um, one of the things that is puzzling to me is. You know, you lose Walker Howard, and, and I think that the the idea was, you know, hey, he's going to go on off and he's going to go to TCU, but then they lose their coordinator, and then it just feels like he was stuck. Um, You know, maybe didn't want to have the pride to go back to LSU or, you know, didn't want to have to, you know, <clears throat> go to you know a school that's not a Power 5 school or whatever. So he ends up at Ole Miss, and he's in the exact same situation that he was in at LSU where he's behind – a returning starter in DART. He's behind Sanders, who's a transfer from Oklahoma State, and he's not going to play next year. This thing becomes more and more puzzling the more we unveil it, Um, and it looks like LSU, while they're down a quarterback, um, I don't know that a great decision was made there by the young man who left.
11: It's hard to to wrap uh, an opinion around that situation. Just I know he was an absolute stud in high school and – has he been the same since he faced Kyle was Saying that's, that's that's kind of what I'm concerned about. You know, he came in there. He didn't have much time during the season, and um, I don't I don't have an opinion on on the, on the guy. And uh, you know, like like you said, it sounded like he was stuck. But to go to you know, an Old Miss, and kind of be in the exact same situation leads me to believe, you know, there's there's maybe other reasons why he left. Just people coming in and. You know, not want to get back in that situation of having to compete for a starting role, and maybe just have it handed to you. I don't know that. I don't. I don't. I don't know the kid. But to go to you know to an SEC rival, in, in conference rival is that's a that's just it's a little bit weird. And I don't have obviously not enough film. He didn't look like a champion in the bowl game. He looked like a, he was a little um, didn't look like he, he was sure of himself. A little apprehensive. So I'm anxious to see what he does. Uh, you know, I wish the best for the young man except when he's playing against LSU.
0: Damien, I used to see updates of the Western Conference standings every single day on Facebook when the Pelicans were in first place. Do you have any updates on the standings today? Because, boy, I feel like they're not in first anymore.
11: I guess it's not as cool to, to screenshot and post on Facebook when you're in fourth place. I guess I guess that's how that works. <laughs> with the the number one team starting to run, not run away with it, but, you know, starting to, to create some, some distance between them. Um, man, you man, it would be weird and crazy if we, if we just sat here on Friday and told you what's about to happen, maybe people would believe us and stop texting us about Zion every single day of the week.
0: Yeah. I remember like before the season saying they're going to be in the middle of the playoffs, but I, yeah, I feel like that's where they are currently sitting at fourth.
11: Um, I feel like maybe you should archive some of these shows and we could go back and maybe listen. To them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: uh, I I went on a tirade in the last segment of the show talking about the New Orleans Saints. I think it's a mess. Look, if you want to bring Dennis Allen back, fine. But you got to make some changes around him. And this idea that, all right, we're going to just change nothing and probably roll it back with Andy Dalton. Um, Dude, if I were a big fan, I'd be livid right now. They are telling us loud and proud, we don't think anything is missing. We think everything's okay. And I just think that's laughable.
1: Man,
11: it is. I I can't, again, I know... you're talking about something else, I can't wrap my mind around that. Hey, oh, bro, we finished strong. No, you, you really didn't. You really didn't. You finished average. And if you're good with average, if you're okay with the average, then you do. You go on, you go on the right way. What was the talents quote there in the halftime of uh, of the Arizona game? Keep doing what you're doing. Or are we going to keep doing what we're doing? That's exactly what's happening in the off season. There's if you, you're a middle-of-the-road team, you got a quarterback that, that's aging you got a running back that's taking pictures of of his locker, which a lot of people are leaving to possibly believe that he's out of there. That's pretty much the only consistent offensive threat. I don't even know if I'd call him a threat at this point. Um, you got an unpro- unproven wide receiver core, and you're just kind of taking guys off the practice squad that are track guys. It's, it's a mess, and uh, I couldn't enjoy it anymore.
0: Yes, it is, a, it is a lovely mess. Can't wait to see who they use with their first round pick. Oh, wait, no, never mind. <laughs>
11: <laughs> oh bro we're a trade
0: <laughs> yeah let's talk about jonathan gidry i have found we were looking for this last week but i have found a betting line on his fight with bermain Stavern. jonathan is actually a huge favorite he is a minus 750 favorite Stavern is a four and a half to one underdog so the folks who know stuff think jonathan is going in there and he's going to knock the Stavern out what say you tomorrow afternoon the fight out in florida is jonathan going to knock out a former prized heavyweight
11: Man, I'm about to go get your odds. I'm looking at minus four sixty. I'm going to take that seven hundred. I'm I'm going to go ahead and bet some money on there. Uh, you know, the, the more it trends, the more it goes in Jonathan's direction. Probably people smarter than what you and I are, more connected to the game. Obviously, you know, Vegas only knocks down hotels to build bigger ones. So I'm going to go ahead and believe in my in my Vegas guys and. And take Jonathan on here. Looks like he trained. You know, he looks like he took his training seriously. Ranked number twelve in the world right now, um, and he is in line. I know we we talked about in our, that in our group chat. If he wins this fight, the possible comeback opponent for Anthony Joshua, who at one time was was called the best in the world, and then that's 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 some money, man. That's that's some life changing money, you know, for for a guy from Dulac that that spent most of his life on the water, you know, as a, as a commercial fisherman. To be able to just be in this conversation is, is special, uh, specifically in the boxing game. But I think he's going to go out there. And, you know, he's former, again, he's not fighting just a nobody. He's a former WBC World Champion. He's just at the end of his career. And I think Jonathan's favored for a reason. And, I, and I'm, I'm anxious to watch it. I'm, I'm going to spend my money and, and show some support.
0: Is there any way that he wins this that, like, I like, guess what I'm trying to ask is, like, does he have to. Score knockout, does he have to dominate? Like if it's just a sluggish kind of slow fight and he wins seven rounds to five or six rounds to four, I don't know if it's 12 or 10 rounds, and it doesn't look impressive, does he kind of drop back to the back of the line or is there a situation where just any win at all is going to be impressive because it would be the biggest win of his career?
11: you got to do is get the W. you got Don King behind you. Your record's moving and you're winning fights consecutively. Uh, it doesn't matter how it gets done. You know the WBA doesn't care about how you win it as long as you win it, and they're going to be able to have a reason to be able to put him in the top ten to make him that mandatory challenger for someone that thinks that they're just going to steamroll him. And Jonathan's going to have Jonathan will have to, you know, take that training seriously and and try to go shock the world. And that's that, you know that's maybe if he looks bad, that that may be even better for his career if he get if he looks if he doesn't look the part and still gets the win because you're going to have guys that that may think he's an easier easier road than than some other guys in the top ten.
0: Very nice. Uh, let's talk a little bit about. Well, first off, we got. Wow. wow, we've got breaking news here, and this is not me being sarcastic. This is legitimate breaking news. Uh, Coach Darian Jenkins just told me that their girls' basketball game with Ellender will be at South Lafouche High School's gym tonight. So the tank is back open, brother. That is big news, and I know you've coached there, and you know you've you've had many memories there. To, so to see that that's back open. That's amazing, man. That's wonderful for our community.
11: That is fantastic for our community. I was I was at Totla Fuch High for a career fair on Wednesday and I went I went sneak a peek in the gym and uh man it's beautiful. It's a beautiful sight and um you know the principal said that it it, it would be ready for they were hoping it would be ready for Friday. Uh but I, I they shouldn't say anything. Mr. Gar didn't say anything about the actual playing of the game, but man, that's that's huge. That that makes my heart happy for sure. Um Unfortunately I can't go, which is a little which is sad, but at the same time, man, I'm happy for our community, happy for those kids, happy for those coaches in the school, the athletic program to be able to to be able to get back home. And I know uh, Central Houses for a while, but there's nothing like there's nothing like a district game on a Friday night playing at the tank.
0: No doubt, bro. Uh, let's talk some wrestling. We're approaching the Royal Rumble. There's all sorts of speculation as to who's gonna win the Royal Rumble. There's all sorts of little birdies chirping about if The Rock's going to come back soon. It's Raw 30th anniversary on Monday. There's drama surrounding the state of the company. Man, it feels like the young and the restless right now. There's so many different storylines to follow. Which one's drawing your interest the most?
11: I'm old school, man. That Raw 30th anniversary, there's no doubt I'm watching that. It's funny to hear like some of the backstories about, oh, this guy's not going to be involved. He's angry about this, and this is not happening, but... Anytime you get them old school guys back in the ring and not necessarily back in the ring, but back involved in a program, that's what I'm going to be glued to. No matter what, you know, if, even if it's WrestleMania weekend or whatever, I'm all about the uh, old school mid nineties job gimmicks and, you know, gimmick battle royals and things like that. That's, that's stuff like just brings it back to my childhood and, you know, back to a very simple at that, time. That's what I'll be locked in on the, on the, on Monday.
0: Very good. Partner, NFL playoffs, we've got the Chiefs taking on the Jaguars. We've got the Giants and the Eagles. We've got the Bengals and the Bills. We've got Dallas and San Francisco. If I give you, let's say, three hours and 30 minutes free and you could only watch one game, which game would you be watching? Which are you most excited about?
11: Um, man, anytime I get to – look. So, look, first off, let's, let's, let's get this out of the way. My favorite sports broadcaster asked me last week to pick an upset – I just wanted to let you know I was I nailed it last week. I picked the Cowboys, uh, Cowboys over the Bucks in a in a rout.
0: Yes. Uh, so
11: this look some great matchups. Um, you know you got obviously everybody wants to watch the Chiefs Jaguars. Do they have a chance? Old school NFC East matchup with the you know the Giants and the Eagles. Old school like mid nineties powerhouse matchup. Cowboys 49ers. Obviously everybody's going to be tuned in to the Bengals and the Bills um, because of the Demar Hamlin situation and how that game didn't. Never got done. The coin flip situation that was that was pretty chaotic. Um, if I if I'm sitting down and actually having to watch, I'm gonna go watch Joe Burrow any day of the week. That's 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 my guy, Burrow and Chase. And um, you know, if, if I had to pick an NFL team, I, I even have a, a Bengals hoodie, so I'm gonna sit there and, and watch Joe Burrow pick apart any uh, any defense and have some pride in my in my Tigers, man.
0: Sounds like a winner. Thanks so much for the time, brother. Uh, good luck this weekend, and I may see you out there at LCO this weekend.
11: Hey, Case, come on, man. We'll, uh, we'll sit down and chat. appreciate you having me on again.
0: Yep, no problem. That is Damien St-Pierre doing a wonderful job. Man, whew, the tank is back open. I've got to catch a break just because I've got to throw a breaking news alert up on the LaFouche Gazette website. We're breaking things here on Play by Play. We'll be right back after this talking some sports and giving our weekend predictions.
5: The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM.
1: Does your vehicle need servicing and you don't want to drive too far? Calvin Braxton Ford
0: Service Department in Lockport is offering these specials until further notice. Get a diesel oil change for $159.95 or a gas-only oil change for $49.95,
1: up to 5 quarts. Calvin Braxton Ford, 5978
3: LE1 in Lockport. Big Town Inventory, Small Town Prices.
1: It's Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero turn moors show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've got a hundred years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated, locations in Homa, Laro
6: It's views like home.
4: Get ready, Gritter, New Orleans area. The big one, the great Southern Gun and Knife show is coming for two big days only this weekend at the Potter Train Center on Williams Boulevard. Show hours are Saturday 9 until 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealer tables available. Full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun, books, camouflage, jewelry and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission is just $10 for adults and $2 for children ages 6 to 11. Sorry one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns to sell? Be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show. Thousands of buyers will be there. Instant background checks available for gun purchases. The Big One, the great Southern Gun and Knife Show. Show hours 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 till 5 on Sunday. Come to the Pontchartrain Center on Williams Boulevard to exercise your right to keep and bear arms. While you're there, be sure to register for the $50 restaurant gift card. See you there at the Big One. Sure a shoot and don't miss it.
0: Barry Ogeron with Horace Mann Insurance Company is excited for this basketball season and wants nothing but the best for the South LaFouche basketball teams and also our local middle school teams. Barry Ogeron is available for all your insurance needs and is proud to serve our area with friendly service and competitive rates with decades of service. Give Barry or Brooke a call for all your insurance needs at 632-2893. Horace Mann has been insuring educator since 1945. Go Tarpons.
4: Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three-and-two-stall restroom air-conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at viscom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. Wrestling
1: has more than one royal family.
5: Adrenaline in my soul, every thought out of control.
0: This is going to be a weird radio segment. And it's going to be a weird radio segment for a lot of reasons. Um, you know, you get the text from Darian, and she says, hey, our gym's back open, we're playing tonight. And I'm in the middle of an inter- interview with Damien, I'm in the middle of a conversation, and you don't fully comprehend it. You don't fully grasp what's going on. And now, like, that I've had a commercial break, and it's fully sunk in, like, it almost becomes like an emotional thing. Our community got our butts kicked by Hurricane Ida. Hurricane Ida did a number on us. And while Ida may have done a number on us, and she may have given us her best shot, the news that the gym's back open today is just... A reminder and just a calling that in Southeast Louisiana, we're going to deal with some crap, right? We're going to always be knocked down, but you ain't going to knock us out. And I'm so happy for the kids. I'm so happy for the coaches and the fans. More important, like the, the fans are a big part of this. There are a lot of people in the community that didn't want to go to Central Lafouche. That's a long drive on a weeknight and a work night. But they missed the games. They missed the outing. They missed, you know, being part of it. I couldn't be happier. Like it's to the point of emotion. Like I want to cry tears of joy right now because I'm so happy that those kids and our tarpon family have healed. It, it's it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And, you know, I'm rambling and I'm, I'm going on and on and I'm saying the same thing over and over again because this is an unplanned segment. Usually I rehearse and this is just off-the-cuff stuff. But, man, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. I don't preach here on this show, but, man, God's good all the time. All the time. We dealt with some stuff. Ida dealt us a big blow. But our, our little community, man, we we fight. <laughs> we fight. We're tough as nails, man. We Our little community is exactly what I like in an athlete. We're scrappy. We're resilient. We bounce back. We deal with some stuff. We come back swinging. Could not be happier. Like, tears of joy, happiness right now as we get the news that the tank is going to be back. I love that place. I love that place for so many reasons. I love that place because of the memories made there. Broadcasting games with Taylor, and and then now Coach Collie. Well, actually, haven't called a game there with Coach Collie really, because he's always was coaching. But we have made great memories. I played PE in that gym, danced at proms in that gym. Who Ida? Well, you messed with the wrong ones, bro. You knocked us down. You ain't gonna knock us out such pride such pride it's a wonderful day man it's amazing life is amazing if, if you choose to look at it the right way life is amazing if you really if you really pay much attention to it it's unbelievable weekend predictions i don't know how i'm going to focus for the rest of the show i, I want to get out of here and i want to go to the gym i i, I don't know how i'm going to focus for the rest of the show um but i got 15 more minutes that i owe you guys first weekend prediction the chiefs are going to beat the hell out of the jaguars the jaguars aren't any good um The Cinderella story dies tonight. I think the Chiefs are going to beat up on Jacksonville and make it happen. Second weekend prediction, Jack Benjamin, my buddy, will like this. I think the Giants are going to keep it close on Saturday night against the Eagles. I don't see the Eagles separating and running past the Giants. I just don't. I think the Giants are going to be able to run the ball, control the clock, control time of possession, and I think that that game is going to be closer than what people realize. I think that's going to be a game where in the second half, we're going to be looking and saying, you know what, like, this is anybody's game. And I think Jalen Hurts is going to have to knock some of that rust off from the injury. I think he's going to have to be better. And I think that's going to be a very competitive game. Just kind of going in order of which the games are going to be played, I think Cincinnati is going to lose this weekend to Buffalo. Sorry to break that to the Bengal fans. Damian just picked Cincinnati. Maybe he's right. If he is, I'll be the first one to admit it next Friday. I think Buffalo's defensive line is going to put too much pressure on Burrow. And I think the Bills are the best team in the NFL. They're the team that's going to win the Super Bowl. I think Buffalo is going to end Cincinnati's ride. Let's get crazy. All week long, I've picked the 49ers here on this show. How about them Cowboys? My Cowboys are going to go on the road, or going to sack Brock Purdy, are going to score off of a turnover, and on a Brett Maher field goal at the end of the game, Dallas is going to beat San Francisco. None of what I just said makes sense. And in the back of my mind, as I'm saying it, I'm thinking like, Dallas ain't, Dallas is not better than San Francisco. I just got a feeling. I just got a feeling that the Cowboys are going to be able to do enough and get a win. Just got a feeling, man. You get, believe me here. I just got a feeling. I'm getting fired up. My gym's reopened. I just got a feeling the Cowboys are going to get a win over the 49ers this weekend. In basketball, don't be surprised if Central LeFouche challenges Hanville tonight. On the boys' side. And really on the girls' side. Don't be surprised. Let's get that feeling. Don't be surprised if Central LaFouche goes and challenges them. They're good at home, man. Nichols is going to beat McNeese on the boys tomorrow. It's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a challenge. Nichols is going to beat McNeese tomorrow. And the last weekend prediction that I'll give you, Jonathan Guidry is going to knock the hell out of Stiverne, knock him out, and show that he's one of the best heavyweights in the world. We're so proud of Jonathan here. He's doing amazing, representing his community amazing He's going to knock Steverne out tomorrow and say, hey, it's my time. Jonathan has said openly, at times in my career, I've been fat. I've been out of shape. I've not been ready to go. But he's also said openly, when I am in shape, when I am focused, I'm a dude. Jonathan's in shape. He's going to be a dude tomorrow. He's going to knock Steverne into retirement. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break. Hopefully I'm going to be a little less of an emotional wreck. (laughs) It's play by play on Kaylee B. I'll get you some betting picks. We'll be right back after this.
4: Get ready, Gritter, New Orleans area. The big one, the great Southern Gun and Knife show is coming for two big days only this weekend at the Train Center on Williams Boulevard. Show hours are Saturday 9 until 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealer tables available. Full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun, books, camouflage, jewelry and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission is just $10 for adults and $2 for children ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no under the age of 18 admitted without a parent got any guns to sell be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show thousands of buyers will be there instant background checks available for gun purchases the big one the great southern gun and knife show show hours 9 to 5 saturday 10 till 5 on sunday come to the poncho center on williams boulevard to exercise your right to keep and bear arms while you're there be sure to register for the 50 dollars restaurant gift card see you there at the big one
10: Sure a shoot and don't miss it Do you want a free easy-go golf cart? Golden Motors has given you a chance to win a new golf cart. All you have to do is buy a new or pre-owned vehicle and get your chance to put your name into a drawing. During the months of November through January 31st, buy your next car, truck, or SUV and get your chance to win. See our collections of Chevy Silverados, Equinox, and Trailblazers. Arriving daily. Golden Motors, where price is priority. On Highway 3235 and Cutoff, Chevy, find new roads.
7: You may think every weather app is the same. Until you see Weatherbug over-deliver on so many layers. With more free map layers than any other weather app, Weatherbug warns you the moment lightning strikes near you. Prepares you for your commute with road conditions, routes, and even cameras. With everything from pollen and air quality to severe storm risks, radar and satellite coverage, Weatherbug prepares you for the unpredictable. Download the Weatherbug app, trusted by over 10 million users, today for free.
0: Welcome back to play-by-play Play here on KLEB. I've got some betting picks for you guys. Um, Sorry that the last, like, 30 minutes of the show have been derailed a little bit. But, you know, sometimes things happen. Tonight, I like the New Orleans Pelicans minus one and a half over the Orlando Magic. I mean, the Pelicans are struggling and are slumping, but God, dog, the Magic are terrible. Um, I think the New Orleans will go on the road and get a win there. I like over 220 for the Cavs and the Warriors. The Warriors don't defend, like, at all. I think that the Cavs will be able to score. I know the Cavs play at a slow pace, but I think that Cleveland gets up big That to the point where both teams just stop playing defense, and I think that we're going to see some points be scored as a result. Um, I also today like the Jazz, minus 7 over the Nets. The Nets, the Nets are not good without Kevin Durant, y'all. Um, they're just not. And I think that the Jazz are going to put it on them in Utah. I like the Kings minus three over Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City's good, but they're fake good. At some point, they're going to realize, hey, we don't want to make the playoffs. Hey, we're kind of sort of trying to tank here, guys. And I think that they're going to start to sag back, and Sacramento at home has been really good this season. Um, Some college basketball games today. I like... Uh, St. John's minus three over Villanova. I think that St. John's is going to get the win there. Villanova without Jay Wright is, is not Villanova anymore. And I like New Mexico minus two over Boise. I think that New Mexico is going to get the win there, take care of their home floor and get a victory over a conference opponent. Let's thank our sponsors. I am so grateful to our sponsorship team for allowing us to be here. That's the blue boot foundation. That's Neil small engine. Do friend building materials got you covered for all your roofing needs buzz off. The only all natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Rouse's markets feels like home golden motors where prices priority proudly supporting South Lafouche athletics and community youth sports organizations tomorrow 10 o'clock join us for the sports corner presented by Terrebonne general health system. Stan and myself will be talking high school, college, and professional sports sponsored by State Bank and Trust Company, presented by Terrebonne General Health System. Cannot wait. Uh, it's going to be a whole lot of fun breaking that down. We want to wish Jonathan Gidry the best of luck in his fight tomorrow. Go knock his ass out. Bring it back home to the Bayou and get yourself a title shot. Get yourself a chance to make that big money. Jonathan, we're rooting for you. To whoever you're rooting for in the NFL playoffs, we hope that that team has success Unless if it's the 49ers as we're rooting against everybody else. Uh, I mean, we're rooting for everybody, but the 49ers rather. Um, we hope the Nichols gets a win over the weekend against McNeese. The Nichols game last night was incredible. Absolutely incredible. It was awesome to see them play McNeese stuff. Stopher it was great. Uh, have a great weekend, y'all. It's a great time to be alive. Go and enjoy this weekend. I'm gonna be at the tank tonight. I can't wait.